Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rashford blanked, Fernandez blanked, Saka blanked, Martinelli blanked, Chilwell blanked, and Captain Erling Haaland also blanked. Game week two was rough for a lot of us, but today we're looking at game week three, my transfers and team selection. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here. Today it is time to have a look at our game week three team selection. Before we dive in, we have got so much to cover, so not much time for an intro, but if you enjoy these videos, please make sure to smash that like button. We're gonna try and hit 1,500 likes on the video and subscribe if you are new around here as well. But a very, very quick review of game week two. Now, I said in the intro, there were quite a lot of blanks for those highly owned players, but actually I did end up on a green arrow. I got 56 points in game week two. I moved from 750K up to just inside the top 500K at 475K. The people that really did that for me, defensively Saliba and Estupanan coming in with big hauls. Brian and Buemo, my man Brian and Buemo, again coming in with a nice 16 point return after scoring twice in at that game. One very late on, what a boost that was because it ended up getting him three bonus points as well. And then Ollie Watkins picking up an assist, but there were blanks across the board. So there are two free transfers in the bank, 0.5 million to play with, and there are a lot of players I'm ready to get rid of. So quickly, this is how my team is currently lining up for game week three before I make any transfers. Pickford is in goal over Turner due to the fixture. Chilwell, Saliba, and Estupanan is my back three. Saliba versus Odogi first on the bench is a bit of a decision for me. Saka, Rashford, Martinelli, Fernandez, and Mbwemo are my midfield again with Erling Haaland and Ollie Watkins up front. Now, worth noting that Cameron Archer on my bench is going to be completing his move from Aston Villa to Sheffield United, but even as first choice striker at Sheffield United, he's a nice one to warm the bench, but he's never going to get near my team. So before we talk about transfers, let's briefly talk about a couple of decisions that I need to make in my team. The main one being who to start out of Saliba and Udogi. So Saliba, of course, has Fulham at home, home fixture for Arsenal, whereas Spurs go away. There are pros for Saliba. We know he's going to play 90 minutes. We know he's good for bonus points, as we saw in game week two. It is a home fixture as well, and Fulham look all over the place. However, the lack of attacking threat for Saliba compared to Udogi, plus we're not necessarily certain the Arsenal defence is actually that solid at the moment. They picked up a suspension for Tomiyasu. Is Gabriel in favour? Is Gabriel out of favour? If you own Gabriel, I still think it's time to sell him. Whereas Udogi isn't nailed to play 90 minutes. He actually came on off just after the 60th minute in their most recent game. 
Bournemouth have been pretty good so far this season in terms of their attacking output. They are also away from home Spurs, so Bournemouth are, are at home. So there is quite a lot to, to decide between these two. Plus, of course, Spurs is the 12.30 kickoff. No one likes having a player in the 12.30 kickoff. Plus, away teams in that fixture never really perform well. So with all that in mind, with how the season's gone so far, I am favouring starting Saliba in my starting 11, as you just saw with Udogi first up. And then next up, probably the question I've had most about my team is what I'm going to do with Jordan Pickford. Now, of course, Pickford has Wolves at home in game week three. So there's not real any desire, need to sell him straight away. But it's fair to say Everton have not been performing well enough and at the level we'd want them to so far this season. But there's no real other keeper that I really think I want to go and make that sideways switch to just yet. Edison would probably be the one that I'd look at if I was on a wildcard. He was the one in my wildcard draft that I put out in a video yesterday, but I, I don't have the money to do that. So if I did another transfer elsewhere in my team, which we will talk about in a minute, I could do Pickford up to Edison, but I'm not really thinking that it's worth a transfer at this stage in the season. The two 4.5s that I like at the moment, Flecken at Brentford does look okay. Brentford probably looked the best of the 4.5 goalkeeper teams. Their defense looks okay. A lot of people buying Rico Henry. I also have Mbwemo in my team and I don't really have a place for Rico Henry in my defense. So it could be an easy switch, but Palace at home next time around, I still think Palace and Eze have got a lot to give and I don't necessarily think there's a clean sheet in there for Brentford. The final one I wanted to go and buy was Sanchez, but of course Chelsea have just signed a new goalkeeper. So we're not necessarily certain that Sanchez is going to keep his place because he's been pretty poor with the ball at his feet in recent weeks. So I'm not certain that he's going to be the long-term future of Chelsea as a goalkeeper. So at the moment, I am just going to stick with Pickford. I don't think it's worth the transfer. Next up, it is the Manchester United duo that we need to talk about before we look at some potential midfielders that we could be bringing in. Of course, no returns, no goals, no assists for them so far and a measly amount of points given that they've played two matches so far this season. It is interesting to have a look at some of their underlying data though when you are considering holding Bruno Fernandes or Marcus Rashford or if you're selling both. I do think if you own both, selling one is okay if it involves using the other transfer you have to do a big upgrade. So the money that you're freeing selling Fernandes or Rashford is used on another transfer. If you're just selling them for one week down to Foden and that is your only transfer, I don't think it's really worth it. A lot of you are looking to sell particularly Bruno Fernandes, but his underlying data has been really good. He has an expected attack and return per 90 minutes. He's been on the pitch so far this season. It's been incredibly unlucky not to return. It's look at that expected assist. 0.63 compared to 0.04 for Rashford and they have the same expected goals. It is worth noting as well that Mason Mount has picked up a slight injury and is unlikely to feature for Manchester United in either of their next two games. That is good for Bruno Fernandes because it likely means Ericsson will fill the hole. He'll play a little bit deeper with Bruno Fernandes being given that license to go a little bit further forward. If I was holding onto one of these, I do think Fernandes looks like the better hold. Rashford, as I spoke about a little bit in preseason, but I didn't listen to my own advice, is a big form player. He hasn't really been showing that form and he hasn't showed it into the start of the season. The numbers are not there. Bruno Fernandes is on penalties and on a lot of set pieces as well. So if I'm selling one, I would sell Rashford before I sell Bruno Fernandes. And there is actually a very similar decision to be made when we look at the Arsenal mids in Martinelli and Saka. Of course, they both have Fulham at home in game week three, a fantastic fixture. Fulham are definitely one of the teams to be looking to target. So not really transfers that I'm recommending to make this week, but they haven't necessarily performed that well. We have one assist for Martinelli and a goal for Saka so far this season. Saka has racked up just 0.7 expected returns so far this season, not per 90, just in total over the two games that he's played. And Martinelli, 
just 0.37 expected goals plus expected assists so far this season. Plus, Martinelli has been subbed early in both games and Saka has lost penalties as well to Odegaard. Now, it's not confirmed that Saka will not take a penalty again. It did sound like there'll be a little bit of back and forth depending on the game of who's going to take the penalty. But Saka not being nailed on to take every penalty is a little bit of a concern. Looking at the fixtures, they are okay. They're mixed. Fulham at home this week. Then Manchester United at home next week. In theory, is a red fixture, but they've not looked that great. Then it's Everton. They also have Bournemouth in there as well. I think holding on to one of them is great. And I actually think holding on to both going into Fulham at home is probably worth it. That's why a lot of people are considering wildcarding going into game week four because those Manchester United assets and Arsenal assets play against each other. I, I think they're worth holding on to for me this week, but I am not impressed with what I've seen so far. So to talk about if I was to sell one of those four assets, of course, the other midfielder I own is Brian and Buemo. I'm not going to sell him this week. The only one that I really think I'm set on selling going forward, probably Martinelli at some point and Rashford as well. Maybe Bruno Fernandes, depending on how they perform against Nottingham Forest. There are four midfielders that I have my eye on. Of course, first up is Phil Foden. He looks like he's more nailed to start. Nailed is probably not the right word. They've signed Doku. Bernardo Silva has just signed a new contract as well. So 7.6 for him with the fixtures look great. But after game week five, there will be Champions League to contend with. Plus, they do have all those forwards that they can go and choose from. Next up, is Diaby. I am considering what I'm going to do with Ollie Watkins, but if I do, do decide to sell him, then Diaby at 6.6 million could be a really nice option to cover him just a little bit. Matoma, the big one at Brighton that a lot of people are talking about. Matoma versus Sonny March is quite a close debate in and around the same price, but I still favor Matoma just for slight more security of minutes because we did see at the end of last season Sonny March drop out of that Brighton team a little bit. So I am favoring Matoma. The fixtures are okay, to be honest. Newcastle at home is not great. United away is not great. But if he was to get a return in one of those two with West Ham and Bournemouth around that, he could still do pretty well as an asset, I think. And then finally, it is Eze, a man that has dropped in price and is being mass sold. And I cannot, well, I understand why, because people sell when they don't get points, but I still think he's a good asset, right? Look at the fixtures he has. Brentford, Crystal Palace, Aston Villa, and Fulham in the next four. Two of those at home. Eze is still the main man at Palace. He's on a lot of set pieces, he's on penalties as well. He's just their main goal threat. I still think he's a fantastic option just because he's blanked in the first two and he's been unlucky to blank. He's definitely one that I've got my eye on. But I think all my midfielders, I'm going to give them one more week. So although these guys are great assets, I don't think I'll be buying them this week. And then finally, we look up front. Now, I would love to upgrade Archer because although he's going to go to Sheffield United, I don't think he's actually going to be that great an asset. But the chances are I won't be doing two free transfers. So I will just have to downgrade Watkins to one of these if I want to make that move. The three of them are Alvarez of Manchester City, Jackson and Visa as well. So... All of them are good assets in their own right. Alvarez plays for this team that's going to score the most goals. Jackson is nailed for 90 minutes. Probably has the best fixtures. Of course, no Champions League for them as well. So we know he's going to play pretty much every game. I do like Jackson over Alvarez. Just that Manchester City rotation with Bernardo Silva signing the new contract with Doku coming in and being available for Sheffield United at the weekend just means I think there's enough going on in City. I do think they'll do really well this week and probably in game week four as well. But I do think going forward, they'll be the biggest issue with us. So that's why future planning means I'll probably favour Jackson over Alvarez. And the final one is Visa. Now, part of me thinks, are we just looking at Jackson and Alvarez and actually ignoring probably the safest pick of them all? Visa has the longest term track record as an FPL asset from the end of last season. We saw him perform well when Tony wasn't in the team. He started this season well as well. He's the cheapest of the assets and the fixtures as well look really, really nice. So 
at the moment, Jackson's probably my number one pick, but I do look at Visa. If I didn't have Mbwemo in my team and I had a Matoma, I had a Diaby, I had an Eze in that spot, and I didn't want to sell them, I probably would go Visa. It's just that double up on Brentford attack that I don't really love. So having a look at how my team is going to line up going into game week three and predicted transfers. So we saw this team earlier on. Pickford at home to Wolves is a fixture that I hope he can bounce back in. I am going to give him one more week, I think, just to see what I can get out of him. Chilwell, I'm going with Saliba, as I mentioned, over Udogi. I mentioned that earlier on the video if you want to go and watch that back if you haven't seen why I want to pick him. And then, of course, Pervis Stupanan, he's not going anywhere. The five in midfield of Saka, Rashford and Buemo, Fernandes and Martinelli as well, just based on the fixtures, I feel like I have to give them one more week to see how they perform. With that in mind, though, that means I only want to use one of my two free transfers going into game week three because I can take two free transfers going into game week four. When Manchester United play against Arsenal, I can sell Martinelli and I can probably sell Marcus Rashford and make two transfers in my midfield next week. That being said, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I do think that Ollie Watkins is going to leave my team going into game week three, despite scoring twice in their European game so far, and I've not in even the end of the game so far. I just think playing on Thursday, then they'll be a little bit tired. Then they play Thursday again next week. Then it's Liverpool. Then they have Brighton, and then it's Chelsea as well. The fixtures are not that easy for Watkins and Aston Villa. So I do think that Watkins will go for Jackson, and that'll be my one free transfer this week. Want to roll two free transfers into next week. Take the extra one there to look and see what I'm going to do with the likes of the Manchester United and the Arsenal assets. Kamti Armband is going to be on Erling Haaland. Don't plan on moving it off him. Probably the vice captain on Bakaya Saka, but it could be on any of those midfielders. It may even move to one of those Manchester United assets, given that Fernandes is on penalties and unfortunately Saka is not going to be anymore. So that's probably the most detailed team selection I've had in quite a while. A lot to talk about, a lot of potential transfer changes, a lot of things to discuss that I know you are considering about your teams. If I haven't answered your question, on Arsenal mids, Manchester United mids, on something else, drop it all in the comment section down below and I'll do my best to answer as many as I can before the game week three deadline. Make sure you've liked the video. 1,500 likes is the aim on the video. Just smash that like button as well. Can we hit 77,000 subscribers before the deadline? Thank you all so much for watching. Like and subscribe before you go and I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.